Hey, good morning, everyone, or good afternoon, or whatever time you're listening to this. So this is uh, this is a new frontier for us uh, of the We Are Indigenous podcast. Uh, this is the We Are Indigenous podcast uh, COVID-19 uh, edition. Um, yeah, so just like as everyone right now, we are also dealing with what's going on. Um, and so we, we figured it would be great to just kind of talk about it and uh, give students and, and people updates on what we're doing as an institution, as a college, and as a department at uh, Fanshawe. Um, so today, our, our get, we, were, we were planning to do a podcast with, uh, with uh, uh, Chris here um, under different circumstances, but we figure why not this be the perfect one. She can update everyone on what's going on at the center. Uh, so uh, today's guest is uh, Chris Hanna. She is our, what is your title now? Chris? I am an academic advisor. <laughs> okay, academic advisor. They're always changing the names on us. So we always have to kind of literally ask, like, what's your title now? But uh, yeah, so um, just Chris, briefly, can you just uh, uh, tell people what your role is at the Indigenous Institute of Indigenous Learning slash First Nation Center slash, you know, FNC? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so my role is to, uh, I guess, to kind of work with all current students, um, regardless of what campus they're at, um, and help students, I guess, with problem solving mainly. Um, so I'm I'm pretty up on all of the academic side of of how your courses work and and what it might mean if you know you're maybe not doing good in one. Um, and so I can help students kind of navigate the college system um, if your finances are maybe not the best and you're struggling a little bit there or if you need childcare or if um, you know you need extensions and maybe accommodations and, and how all of that can um, how we can support you really um, through your academics as you're dealing with all of those challenges so that's a little bit of what I do it's it's different every day because um, what students come to me with every day is totally different so uh, I like that part of it nice and uh, how long have you been at the, the college for um, so I started in August of 2015. So I guess almost five years now. You're going to get that in soon. <laughs> yeah, I will. Five year pin. <laughs> I actually didn't even show up for my five year pin. I got it in like a month later, like the pin. And I was like, oh, <laughs> great. <laughs> um, okay, Chris. Uh, just so we're going to have a couple of topic areas for everyone today. Um, so the first one, um, first couple actually are just going to give you guys updates. Um, and Chris being the academic advisor at the center and the Institute of Digital Learning, um, she's going to kind of just relay some updates on the school, what we're doing as a department, um, and then even more uh, specifically how we can help as a department. Um, that also includes uh, who to contact in the center. Um, and yeah, so basically, and all the stuff Chris is talking about, we're going to post in the description so you guys can have links and stuff to that. Um, I guess, kind of, Chris, what are the updates at the school with the center and all that? Yeah, so um, hopefully everybody knows by now that um, most of your courses have been shifted online. Um, so that would have started, I think, two weeks ago now. So we had a week off um, where the academic side could kind of figure everything out and how they were actually going to manage that. Um, but now at this point, all of those courses should be online. Um, your teachers should be, um, if they've got any um, like live lecture or, or content like that, and um, then it should be staying during the same time slot. So that's important to note. 
Um, although I think a lot of teachers are recording those things in case your internet kind of cuts in and out. Um, and if, if that's a problem, then um, I would suggest like just reaching out to them, letting them know um, so that maybe they can put up a different format for you. Um, for the in-class um, kind of more lab hands-on courses, they originally were going to be starting on April 6th um, because COVID kind of keeps changing. Um, we actually don't have a date for when those are going to start up again. So that's something that um, you'll have to kind of keep your eye on your email, on your FOL email. That's kind of the, the way that um, they're sending out all of this information as it evolves. Um, so that's important to keep your eye on, you know, if you're in PSW program or welding or, you know, something like that, that's very hands-on where you have to be in class for. Um, as far as services around the college, um, pretty much everything is still running functional, but it's all online. Um, or you can access through phone as well. So, I mean, if you um, had a counselor um, and you'd like to access counseling, you can call in um, and set up an appointment there, or you can send them an email and set up an appointment. Um, and Dan might have a little bit more information about that since he was doing placement up there. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. Um, so basically, uh, the way uh, the Council on Accessibility Office is run right now, it's all virtual. Um, so you, it, it's kind of the same way you, uh, you'll contact Council on Accessibility and if you need help to contact them, you can also speak to Chris or myself or whoever at the center. Um, and we can connect you and it, it's it's going to be just kind of normally how they would they they're booking um, one hour uh, visits with students. Uh, so you'll contact uh, the counseling um, main office and then they will connect you to. So if you're a prior student that's been there, they'll probably reconnect you to the counselor that you've already been visiting or have seen. Um, and if not, if you're new one, they'll set up it. And then so it's going to either you can either choose option of telephone or you can do uh, teleconference. So kind of like what we're doing right now, you can do kind of face-to-face -face virtually um, and that's through WebEx and everything is obviously kind of very secure up there. Like they're using a program that has a very secure VPN or whatever it's called, just to you know keep up with the confidentiality piece of when it comes to counseling. Um, so that's just kind of like updates of the counseling office there. Yeah. Awesome, thanks. <laughs> Um, and then I know if if any of you were accessing um, like the Learning Center or if any of you would like to access support through Learning Center, um, I know that is still running. They've got a schedule for um, like specific math help or specific writing help. Um, if any of you are interested in that, you should be able to find it um, online. But if you need some help finding that, um, you can reach out and I've got access to that information. Um, library is still functional, although they're working remotely. Um, if you need any support with um, research, I know that they're running um, like web conferences right now um, and different workshops. I think they're also running workshops for co-curricular record if any of you are um, interested in, I guess, maybe finishing that up or um, getting a couple of co-curricular record um, credits for yourself there. Um, and then yeah, uh, there's a whole fact page on the uh, website and it's called information about COVID-19. So if you go to the um, fanshawc.ca website at the top bar, um, I think it's in like orange, you can click on it and um, at, answer all sorts of questions for yourself there um, for more general things about like, you know, where you can get tested, um, where, um, 
or like it gives you information about Fowler Kennedy if you're depending on them um, for your healthcare needs, um, answers questions about, you know, students and tuition and, and stuff like that. Um, if you're looking to withdraw or if you are um, looking for some extra supports, definitely reach out to me um, and we can talk about what that might mean, what that might look like. Um, and then if you need any, I guess, like suggestions on um, how to functionally be an online student, I know it's a massive change for lots of you and really, really challenging. Um, you can reach out to me or um, Polly or Jamie or Jesus, um, and any of us can kind of support you with that. I know I've been um, supporting a couple of students with uh, assignments, and uh, Jamie and Jesus are also able to do that as well. Awesome. Cool. Um, mm -hmm. So does that kind of cover, uh, I guess, um, individually uh, at the department, who, who is who helping who, I guess, with the stuff? So you talked about yourself, you're helping students with academics, same with uh, Jamie and Jesus. Is there anyone else at the, the center that could be useful to helping students? Um, so Holly may have reached out to you. Um, so Holly's been, I know, checking out, um, checking up with some students, some of our regulars. Um, if you need someone to check up with, um, she's a really good resource. She's super friendly, um, and I'm sure she'd love to hear from you. Um, as far as academics go, I mean, I think you could really come to any door in the center, like shoot any of us an email, and I think we'd mm -hmm. all um, support you. Or if it's really not our forte, like if you come to me with anatomy, that's totally not me. Um, I would send you to Jamie for that. Um, but, you know, I don't think there's any wrong door at this point. Mm -hmm. And then uh, what about students that may be looking for help with what job prospects would be after all this? Yeah, so jobs, definitely, Brian. Um, if you're feeling like, you know, maybe you aren't in the right program for you um, and you're kind of really feeling it right now, or if, um, you know, you're looking to some, I guess, secure some work, um, Brian's your guy. He loves yeah. that stuff. <laughs> And then um, for all incoming students too, you guys can always reach out to me because I, I kind of cover all the recruitment stuff. So if there's still concerns for all you incoming students, whether you're coming from high school, or you're coming back from second career or anything like that, uh, I know there's probably a lot of questions about what's going on in September. So um, I'm just kind of rolling how it goes. So uh, whatever help you need in that terms of that aspect, you can always kind of come speak to me too. Um, all right, so I think that kind of covers all of the updates, do you think? I think so, yeah. Right, cool. <laughs> so again, uh, we're gonna post the link on the description too of all the information that's gonna be important and vital to you guys. Um, so kind of third topic area was gonna kind of be the heart of our discussion today on the podcast is, uh, let me get my notes. <laughs> so uh, what have you been doing to keep busy during all this? Um, what are, you know, kind of strategies you're trying to implement? Just whatever you wanna kind of lead to how, how are you handling this uh, COVID pandemic? So, like, I really need structure in my life. Otherwise, I turn into this, like, mess of a human. Okay. <laughs> so this has actually been uh, challenging for me, honestly. Like, it's it's been tough. Um, you know, I'm fortunate enough that I can work from home and, you know, I didn't lose my job. But, um, you know, so I, I try to make sure that I wake up every day and, and log in every day between you know 8 30 and 4 30 and I'm available during that whole time yeah. um 
like I've got this list. I've got like a whiteboard in my kitchen that usually has all my groceries on it. Um, but since I started working from home, I kind of changed it. And it's like all of these things that I think will help me that I should try to do every day. Yeah. So on my list, I've got like shower before work. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no. <laughs> because that's good. like, I mean, like it helps me just, I don't know, function because I shower every day before I go to work. Right. So I'm, I'm still working. So I need that kind of routine. Um, and then it's, you know, like I'm going to try to call somebody every day, um, yeah, or talk yeah. to somebody that, you know, I don't live with every day. Um, yeah. I have similar stuff too. Like I, uh, <laughs> like the shower stuff that was like, like kind of right before we went into, we were, knew we were going to work from home. And even maybe that night before was kind of like reading strategies to like, how to properly work from home, right? Because I think most people are like, oh, working from home, just like you wake up, you roll out of bed in your jammies and you just cop on and it's like, they're like, no, like you can't do that. Like you need structure, you need to know. Even like I'm working at home, like I'll take showers and I'll throw jeans on or like khakis or like whatever it is, but I have to be in clothes I would normally wear for work. And mm-hmm. yes, I would wear this to work normally too also, but like still <laughs> relatively, um, yeah, I truly like uh, I like yeah even a couple of days I wore like the Fanshawe like our polos and stuff just because like you want to be in that idea of like this is work and you're, you're trying to create this space of like I'm at home but I still need to be in work right and then like yeah. when 4 30 hits like that's when I'll go change and put in my comfy clothes all, or whatever right or even just throw on shorts and it's just like that idea of like keeping it separate right shower routine um I think you said the routine thing, like you're a big person that's like need routine. Oh, I'm yeah. pretty good with the flow, but like even with this, I knew I needed to make routine. Um, and I was even reading articles and this is kind of like a, a little bit dark, but they talked about, uh, you know, uh, people that were in uh, POW camps, like <laughs> war and stuff. Yeah. Um, the ones that survived like mentally and were able to make it through were the ones, even though they were in this terrible kind of prisons and, you know, they're, prisons of war um it's the ones that made routine even in that day right they would wake up they would have a routine it's just like that routine keeps you sane like that's part of it right because if if you kind of lose track of a routine i know even like one day my mom's like what is today i was like it's uh, it's friday right and i think if yeah. you don't stick in a routine like that's part of it right you kind of lose like yeah like you can you, you can really get lost in what's going on right so yeah well like I just find it so easy to lose time you know Mm -hmm. if you're not really like actively paying attention um like a big thing for me is (laughs) this is so stupid I hate doing my hair (laughs) but I was like making a point of uh doing my hair for work every day right because that's like a normal thing mm-hmm. um I'm not good at it and it's not something that I like learned growing up so anyways this is me becoming an adult I'm doing my hair every day for work um <laughs> and even though I've like shifted to online you know I've I've definitely hit the yoga pants train <laughs> yeah but I still do my hair every day that's good. you know because yeah. for me that's like I have to yeah. do that so that I feel like no this is work time on the yeah, weekend yeah. I don't have to do yeah. my hair but Every, like, yeah. Monday to Friday, I'm doing it. Yeah. I wore track pants Friday, though. I was like, yeah, it's Friday. It's casual. <laughs> casual Friday. Living it yeah. up. <laughs> yeah. So, um, what are, uh, so who are you, uh, who are you quarantining with? I know the answer, but, like, I just, you know. <laughs> yeah, so I'm not totally on my own. Um, yeah. I'm married, so I'm, I'm bunkering down with Brennan. 
Um, so he's, uh, he's a nurse actually. So he's kind of, um, he's still in and out doing his regular thing. Um, so I mean, and how is that for you guys being in close like, court, like, like all like the cooped time, up yeah. together? Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, um, it's been nice. Like I, yeah. I really can't complain. Um, and he, like, I don't know, like, like I live in a two bedroom apartment mm-hmm. um, and I've got a balcony, but um, it's not like I have any outdoor space. So um, it is, it's like a small living area. Um, so, I mean, like, I, I guess like throughout our marriage, we've, we've always kind of lived in small places. Um, so kind of being like on top of each other all the time is, it's yeah. like pretty normal for us. I don't know. I think like the big change is that um, like we would go out with friends, like, I don't know, at least once a week, Mm -hmm. you know? So that's been a big change is just to not go and, you know, go over to somebody's house or, you know, go out for dinner with somebody like that was something that we did pretty regularly. And then another big thing is like, you know, we used to um, go over to his parents' place, I think at least once a week. Yeah. Um, so that's been a big change to kind of just break it up a little bit between just the two of us, but I know it's been nice. I like, yeah. I like, I like that dude. So you guys aren't yeah. going to be the one of the, the COVID couples that end up in divorce then. <laughs> no, I don't think so. Yeah. Two, outco- like two of the main outcomes of COVID are definitely going to be divorce rates and pregnancy rates. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> <laughs> I think it helps that he's yeah. like kind of on his regular schedule though. You yeah. Know? So that's like good. Yeah. I'm here all the time. Like I yep. honestly it's been like I've left the house. Like I pick him up from work. Yep. Um so like he'll walk long to work. drive. I know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we live very close to where he works. Um so like he'll he'll walk to work, um, but I'll pick him up after. And I, I think part mm-hmm. of it's also just so that I get outside every once in a while. Yeah. Um but yeah, I don't know. Like, it's just like, other than that, I think I've literally left my house three times Yeah, that's in the a, last month. That's pretty, that's, a, that's not a lot at all. No. Um, yeah, for me, um, mine is a little bit different. I'm not with my partner. She's a, she's a nurse as well. Um, but she, she's on a, a floor that there's possibly going to be uh, COVID um, patients there. Uh, and it's hard. It's hard being away from a person you're, you're loved with and your best friend. And it, it's difficult. Um, but we really try to keep in contact in terms of as much as we can, like FaceTime, all that kind of stuff. Try to create some normalcy to the relationship still. Um, it's definitely hard being apart, especially there's someone you've grown to like really enjoy being with. Yeah. Um, and then for my, me, myself, like I, uh, I have roommates. <laughs> I'll call it, but like, no, it's uh, I, when uh, when I started the job at Fancha, I uh, my parents, uh, I just wanted to get them off the res. Um, so we, uh, I pitched this idea of us buying a house together, and so uh, I live with my parents, right? And they're 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 up there in age, they're not totally elderly, but uh, you know, my dad's seventy one, turning seventy two. Um, my mom's in her her sixties. Um, so there's there's that factor too so i'm really cautious of you know and that's the reason why melissa is not coming out here is because she doesn't want to put them at risk 
right? Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, you know, because, you know, my dad's diabetic and had heart surgery before and all those kind of things, right? There is like, we don't know. That's the thing with this is like, we don't know. Um, and I think as younger people, we need to realize that there is a, a lot of vulnerable people in our society. So it's, it's our best to actually adhere to these kind of social distancing rules mm-hmm. and, you know, guidelines or whatever you want. Right. And, and it is hard. Like, that's another th- big message too, is like, it is hard. This is like a very hard thing. This is, this is uncharted waters for collectively as a society, as a whole. Right. I don't even, totally. you know, like, you know, like who would have thought that 20, I knew when Kobe died, like this year was going to be shit. <laughs> And, and it's like, you know, <laughs> it's been a very emotional year. Like it's been brutal. Um, and, uh, I think of that and I, you know, I was talking to my brother and my adopted brother out in BC and they're having a time out there, but he said like, um, you know, I, I, I've, I've been fine and I've been sleeping like crap. Like I don't sleep well at all. Yeah. Even last night I didn't fall asleep till like almost three. And like, I just like lay there and lay there and. <sighs> You know, I'm in bed before 11 and I've, I laid there for four hours, right? And then I'll wake up like almost every hour and it's just like terrible sleep. A, like I'm probably not with my partner who I'm always used to sleeping by. Um, but, you know, it's it's what's going on. It's the uncertainty of all this. Like, uh, you know, um, the, this is a collective trauma that we're going through. Totally. You know? Yeah. And, uh, you know, people, a lot of people are having trouble sleeping and, you know, the people like, whoa. This article is talking about why. Don't know the name of the article. Forget it offhand. So I'm sorry if I can find it. I'll share it. Um, but it's like that idea of, you know, why are people people are understand why they can't sleep or all these things, and it's because like it's like because we're all going through grief, and we just we don't realize it. You know, like this is kind of this idea of like, this is what's happening. You know, we have to stay at home. All this stuff, and you're like, oh well, I can, yeah, I guess that makes sense. But you don't re- understand the underlying and issues. Like this is like a grief, like this is a loss to our lives. Like this daily routine, like you and Brennan going out having dinner with friends or visiting his parents. Like that's a, like a big loss, it's a loss of routine. Like even myself, like seeing Melissa doing all this stuff, like that's that's a huge loss. And like, and then on top of that, like, you know, I'm worried of for my parents and just like as everyone who has parents that are older, like they're for them and you know and then also me like I'm the person that's going out to get groceries I'll bring it you know, I, I think my mom like I also try to bring my parents out like separately just to give them a break from each other also but also bring them out but also because they need it right this is like this is like you know this is tough for them like my parents are used to going out driving ever going to the states and like I told them like I was like yo I don't think we can go to Michigan for like over a year and like this is like a normal thing like they would go to Michigan like twice a week like and I, my dad always used to joke, like, he's like, oh, like, your mom wants to go over again. He would, like, be all disgusted. But, like, even for him, like, it was a routine, and I think he misses it, right? There's there's moments of, like, you know, like, when I talk to my mom, it's just, like, how are you doing? How are you feeling? And she's having a bad day, and she starts crying, and it's, like, it's okay to cry. Like, it's okay to feel like this. And then my dad gets really quiet, and I try to, but, like, he's that old-school generation where it's, like, I'm not going to talk about my things. And so it's, like, really trying to you know, do it in a kind way and kindly address it and be like, dad, it's all right to like be sad if you're sad. Oh, you know? it's all right to, to release it if you need to. And he's like, nope, I'm okay. And he's not because he's really quiet more than usual. And it's all these kind of things. And um, yeah, this is, this is something, right? I, I guess that's like the best way to put it, right? It's, it's just tough. Never, 
Like, yeah. It's just so tough. Yeah. And I mean, like, like I've been dealing with a lot of personal stuff over the last few years um, yep. with health and family stuff and, you know, whatever, like it just kind of, it all kind of adds up. But then I mean, like probably a week ago, maybe not even like, I just, I'm really grateful for Brennan, but I feel bad for him because I had like a massive, massive meltdown. Mm-hmm. And I and I think it's just the added stress of this, you know, it's it's the added yeah. stress of like like being cooped up, you know, and, and not being able to like see my friends and, and not being able to go out. Like I'm like I like being at home, but I, I wouldn't really consider myself like a homebody. Yeah. Um so it's it's kind of like the added stress of seeing the news every day and and seeing those headlines and worrying about you know my parents and and worrying about my own health and worrying about Brennan's health. It's just yep. it's um it's so stressful and it really just like heightened everything else that I'd already been dealing yeah. with. And I think that yeah. that's unfortunately gonna you know happen to a lot of folks because mm-hmm. they kind of deal with this. So I don't know. No, it's uh. <laughs> Yeah, and like you know, this this I think this is a good conversation to have because it it a it, we haven't been able to kind of, um, you know, have a conversation either, right? Yeah, yeah. no, not really. <laughs> and and that's another thing that was like another norm normal thing that we would do was just conversations with each other, and you know, yeah, we're doing work, but sometimes it would be like you know, we get that half hour just kind of chat and catch up, and even before this, right? I it's we haven't we haven't been able to talk much in the last like six eight months right because we're just so busy with work right so um and yeah it's just it's kind of a crappy part too um so i also think like as bad as this is and how overwhelming can be and how like it caused like i also kind of needed this too in a way yeah (laughs) yeah me too i feel you like it's you know, like, I, I kind of get annoyed when people are like, if you come out of this and you don't pick up a hobby or a skill, like, you wasted your your time. It's like, but what if you go at 110 all the time and you've been going on E for six months? Like, yeah. maybe you need this time just to kind of not go so hard, right? Totally. And it's going to be, like, and guys probably going to be listening. It's like, what does that mean? Like, no, it just means, you know, I'm willing <laughs> to do what I need to do. But, like, you know, like, I, you know, I look at what uh, I've done for the job for over six years now. It's like, I gave it, like, everything for so long. And mm-hmm. I was just so worn down, like, even before this. Like, just mentally, physically, emotionally, everything. And it's just like, yeah. this is kind of like, I look at this, like, I hope this is going to be a nice reset, you know? <laughs> Yeah, like, so recently I've had a hard time sleeping, like maybe the last few days. Um, but before that, man, it was like, it was like I was catching up on sleep, Yeah, you know, because there were less worries mm-hmm. somehow, just because there wasn't like the, the work worry and there wasn't, yeah, you know, like a lot of like personal issues have kind of faded away because it doesn't matter because I'm not seeing those people right now. <laughs> Mm-hmm. You know, like, so a lot of that has, has faded away. And it's, it's also kind of helped me refocus on like, you know what, I, I do want to be spending this much time with Brennan, you know? So yeah. like, what does that mean? Like, what does that mean for me? Like, what am I going to do now that I. It sounds like guys are going to lose that. some employees. That's what it means. No, I'm just kidding. 
no, my but God. It, just panic. It, <laughs> it does. Uh, it puts life into perspective a little yeah. bit, you know, and that's funny is that I'm going to say this on a podcast for a fan shop, but it's like, no, it's just, it really does. Like, it's like, what do I value in life? And it's like, I always used to think money is like a place of value, even though I didn't want it to be, but it wasn't. And to me, it's like, yo, that's like, that don't mean shit, you know? Yeah. Right. <laughs> like what I value is like my parents, Melissa, her family, like, you know what I mean? Like it's family. It's like people. It's like, individuals and you know like hey i get it we're a capitalistic society and all that but like you know like i i think i hope this brings people together and i hope it shifts how we are as a political ideology in countries and in the world like like you know this this has no prejudice like covid you know there is no There is nothing that, like, yeah, maybe you, you got money, you can get mask and that, but, like, really, like, you could still get it. Like, and I think that makes you notice, like, how vulnerable we are as humans and how we're not above everything as we're, we thought we've, we are, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And I think, like, this illness kind of, like, it cuts across economic lines, you know, like, yeah. rich people are dying too, mm-hmm. you know? maybe i mean maybe at a lesser rate who knows but yeah still kill like it's just it's you know it's hurting people everywhere right kind of regardless of circumstance so it's kind of um, kind of interesting i mean uh, for me i think it's gonna really make me value what has made me value relationships and just connecting with people and i've always kind of big a big a big proponent of that but for me also it's just kind of like Oh, man, yeah, maybe money isn't all that important, right? Even though <laughs> this society makes it, right? And it, 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 it's that idea of like, get a job, you know, create wealth, and then like all this, buy a home, buy this, do this, do this. It's like, mm-hmm. oh, it's so, in the grand scheme of things, is unimportant. Yeah. Like, yeah. honestly, like, if I lost my <clears throat> job, like, I'd be like, ah, whatever, you know? <laughs> But if I lost my parents or I lost Melissa, like yeah. that would be like <clears throat> for anyone in my family. That's yeah. that is like you can't the job. You can go find another job. You know, economy crashes, which it, I honestly don't think the economy ever like. There'll never be like a 30, 1930s stock market crash. Like it just <laughs> this world is too. You heard dependent. it here first. Yeah. <laughs> this world is too. This world is too dependent on this kind of economy it just won't happen like there's no way governments will ever let it happen and this is where i get my tinfoil hat too where it's just like <laughs> oh like the canadian debt is going up and it's like who who, who, are we, like, who who's this debt to you know and all that so yeah it, you know I, I think it for me it's a reset it puts value onto what is important in my life um obviously my work is a big importance of it but it's it for me mm-hmm. it, it's been a nice little break too and i will pick up a hobby also during this uh you know, <laughs> i bought new equipment podcast equipment so you know on top of doing this one i'm going to do probably non-video ones for the center as well and different things like that even in personal podcasts and stuff like i always want yeah. to do a podcast with my dad oh, and so so we're actually gonna. This is gonna be like I think a joint partnership with Brian McMahon and Indian Cowboy Podcast Network. I think we're gonna have cool. that podcast with me and my dad on it, and it's gonna be called titled Roy. That's it. Like just my dad's name, Roy, and it's gonna be the Roy Podcast. So, Aww, I love for, that so much. Yeah, it's gonna be like my dad. Like he's like he's so cool. His stories, like his you know 
how he grew up and being raised in Detroit. Like, there's a lot of cool stories out there. And, like, and it's part of, like, this thing, too, is, like, time is so fragile. So it's, like, mm-hmm. I'd want these stories to last forever, you know? And I think you know like what? one way to Ro- do it. Like, if this takes off, Ray's going to pe- feel like everybody's dad. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> that will be awesome. People um, just come up to him on the street, Roy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be like become celebrities and get famous, and we'll have like live shows and all that oh, stuff. Yeah. In the booming metropolis of your yeah. little town. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So another thing too, I'll ask because I think this will be a good topic to kind of talk about, but because you know, me and you both are students right now too, and yeah. may help with our students too at the college and dealing with it. And, how has, um, I mean, we're online base already, but mm-hmm. given that there's still other, now we're dealing with all these life circumstances. Like how has, how has been completing school, your coursework for you? Been? Like it's been really tough actually. Um, mm-hmm. I've, um, I think especially in the beginning for the first couple of weeks, I was just having a really hard time focusing on, yeah. on like getting through the readings and, and getting through the content. Um, and yeah, like it just, it didn't stop for us, you know, they, they didn't give us extra time at all. So, um, no. so that was really tough. Um, and then I was finding it really hard to, you know, sit on a computer all day for work and then have to go and sit on a computer after to yeah. try to get my schoolwork mm-hmm. done, like, and essentially, like, in the same spot, you know, like, I'm, I'm yep. setting up on my kitchen table. I've been here yeah. for weeks. Yeah. <laughs> um, so that was tough. But, I mean, I actually, um, so our class officially ended on Sunday, but uh, me and my group asked for an extension for our final project. So mm-hmm. we got another week to work on it. Awesome. Um, yeah. And, Are you guys uh, doing an essay or or uh, no? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, PowerPoint. Originally, yeah. it had to be an essay, right? But yep. then they they allowed us to make the change, and yeah, we were just we just thought it would be more manageable. I think like everybody in my group was feeling that way, like it was just yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, my group was persistent. We they we got it done Saturday oh, wow. night. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> so we got it all done, but I still have to do my discussion for this week. But that's the thing, too, I think, uh, for students is, like, yeah, there's going to be exams and stuff, but, like, you know, like, if you just reach out to your professor and tell them you're struggling and say, like, can I get another few days for whatever, like, there is going to be a willingness on their part. Like, we're all in this. Like, it's totally understandable, right? Yeah. Um, and I get it, too. Like, I get the idea of, like, going through this, and it's it's hard to try to focus sometimes. but uh it kind of goes against what I just said earlier, like, you know, what is valuable to, but this is, as students, this still is a value, right, and this kind of goes back to what we talked about beginning, about creating a routine, right, Mm -hmm. you still need to kind of create that routine, because even though it may be a pain in the ass, you're just like, oh, like, I don't want to do it, (laughs) it's going to give you a routine, at least of something, and it's going to help with your mental well-being, like that routine, like, even though you don't think school's going to (laughs) help with mental well-being, but the routine of it will, because what's going to happen if you don't follow that routine and get your coursework done is that you're going to suffer in terms, and there's going to be stuff that we can put in place after, but you know, it's, you're going to be a little bit delayed in terms of your life 
there is going to be a life after this when this is all done too yeah right? exactly yeah this is not what we are for the rest of our <laughs> existence there is going to be a life back after this and we need to ensure that you guys are in a position that you're going to be able to be in that life and not have to be like oh like a, i wish i kind of focused a little bit more when this all happened because we're not now you know behind the ball a little bit totally when even like you know, like I've got that list of things that I want to get done every day and they're so simple, right? Like shower before work, but, um, you know, like achieving those things every day, Mm -hmm. it like, it helps me feel better. Right. And it's the same for school, you know, like if I've got an assignment to do and then I get it done, like it, it just feels (laughs) this like little endorphin rush, right? Because I've accomplished something. And I think it's really important that even if we're stuck at home, that we have to give ourselves things to be proud of, you know, things to yep. accomplish so that we can keep going. Because mm-hmm. I mean, otherwise, what are we, what are we doing? We're just existing, right? Yeah. And it's, it's all part of like, kind of like, a, like a therapy model, right? It's like that idea of um, there's things that we can't control, mm-hmm. you know, whether it's in our life, the world, what have you. But if we can focus on those things that we can control, it actually allows us to feel like we're in control of our life a little bit, right? Totally, like yeah. we're not in control of COVID. We can't, you know, we don't know how it's going to affect us. Like, are we going to get it? Are we not going to get it? Like, could be, could be, but like, how can we control that? It's like, well, you know, do the stuff we're talking about, like social distancing, you know, if you have to go out, do it like as quickly as you can and reasonably, right? Don't be going out all the time. You know, wear a mask or wear bandanas or make makeshift masks, whatever you can do, wash your hands, like all those things. It, it's just, those are things that you can control, right? Totally. Yeah, totally. Right. And I mean, like, I don't know, like I you can see my sewing machine back there, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, um, so part of what Brennan's dealing with at work is, um, so he has to wear a mask all the time now, every day. Um, not not one of those fancy ones that they're running out of, just a, the regular one. Yeah. And um, I know it's killing his ears, right? So mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of felt bad for him. So I like, made like a bandana kind of yesterday yep. um, with like buttons on it, like a headband so we could hook it into that. You know, yeah. so that's like, you know, I, I know he's struggling um, with just like some of the changes there, right? But, mm-hmm. uh, you know, I'm trying to do my little part to make it nicer for him. You know, so I think at some point I'll start sewing masks for people, but like, yeah, because there's nothing else I can do, right? I mean, I'm staying mm-hmm. at home, and that's you know, that's me doing my part, staying at home, yeah. and maybe if I can make some masks, I mean, that's that's yeah. something, definitely. Um, and yeah, and I, I think another kind of big message is just like, you know, feel how you need to feel, right? You don't. Yeah. If there's days you want to feel like you want to be down, then have those days, right? Mm-hmm. The key yeah. is to not like turn one day into two days to two days into three, you know? Yeah, like you don't know, live like, there. <laughs> yeah. Like, but if you need a day where you're just like, you know what, I don't want anything, I just want to be sad, then be sad because like you're allowed to have that. Yeah. You know, there's there's no reason why you need to be strong during all this. But mm-hmm. the idea is to, like, you know, have that day have that moment or whatever that moment is, have it, feel it, live it, let it out. And then, all right, it's gone. And now I need to move forward from it. Right. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a time that might be like 
you know, might bring up old stuff, yeah. you know, and it's probably because it's so stressful living in the, the present, you know, mm-hmm. but uh, I mean, this is not a bad time to process things, honestly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but know, I mean, if, if you, if you never had the ability to know how to self-reflect, well, now is the perfect time to learn how to self-reflect on Totally. Totally right. You know, maybe there's there's something in your life that has always bothered you, but you've never been able to reflect on it and be like, oh, okay, maybe maybe I did have some influence on it being <laughs> like this, or you know, whatever, right? And yeah, I think right now too is a perfect time to make amends with who you need to make amends with. Also, like this is this is a reset, you know. Like that's how I I really look at it is like a societal, cultural, almost reset for people or opportunity, right? Yeah. And, you know, we may all go back to being our typical selves when this is all done, right? But I hope for a lot of people, there's a lot of growth out of it, too. You know? Yeah. Even if for, like, a few moments, we can be better, you know, yeah. be, be who we want to be. Right? Yeah. And just, I think for me, it's, it's and whatever is helping you get through it, right? I, I think this is, like, a big thing we all, you know, it's, this is a taboo subject to always talk about in the indigenous world, but, you know, there's, there's people that in our world of indigenous people that have Christian or whatever faith. And you know what? Who cares? Like, allow it, you know, like. If it's helping you through. Yeah. If, if there's mean, if there's idea of kindness, like if, if at the end of it is like your faith is telling you to be kind, or if you, if you follow more um, teaching based stuff and ceremony stuff, and just be kind and be kind to each other, you know, like, Yeah. You know, for my parents, like they've been a lot of praying and stuff, right? And who am I to judge? If it's helping them, it's helping them. Right? And even like there's moments when like in the kitchen, and as much as I don't enjoy gospel music, I'll, I'll put it on for my mom because it <laughs> helps nice. her, right? Yeah, like, it helps. It's helping her. It helps her, right? And you know, uh, hey, I get it. There's a real historical issue with what happened. With religion and communities right but there's still some grandmas and grandpas up there that that's that's their thing you know yeah and i think sometimes the younger generation we're so goddamn stubborn in how we are to be like the atrocities the atrocities it's like yeah but that's still their thing we got to respect it right for them that's all they know can you imagine you being like a 60 plus year old person and suddenly being told like thing that you've kind of been indoctrinated to believe is like wrong now right it's uh, you know well i i just think that like this is this is really a time when everybody's going to be drawn on their value system you know whether it's christianity or traditional ways or just like the way that you see the world like yeah this is the time when when people really have to kind of lean into that and i think everybody is whether or not they um, are actively thinking about it right yeah but it's it's part of how we process things you know, mm-hmm. so I mean, if it's part of how we like make sense of the world. So I mean, whatever your, you know, core beliefs are, this is when it's all coming out because there's there's no filter to it right now. Yeah. And, and if it's just going to help you to get through, then by all means, whatever it is, use it. Totally. As long as your core belief isn't going out killing people. Like, <laughs> <laughs> then if that's a belief, then don't go do it. <laughs> But yeah, yeah. But whatever it is, whatever it is, just, you know, just lean into it and use it to be a support, right? Who knows? Mm-hmm. Maybe even 
for some people, they end up never prayed before and or they haven't any ears and they do it. You know, that's that's totally cool and don't be ashamed of it, right? Yeah, whatever it takes to get through, you know, yeah, it's like a healthy coping mechanism. Yeah, if it's not, if it's it's not hurting anyone, if you're not pushing what works for you onto others, then let it be, let it exist, you know. Mm-hmm. Like we need to be kinder. That's like what needs to come out of this. We need to be kinder to each other, you know? Yeah. A hundred percent. And I don't oh, know if it's great in it right now, right? Because I think some people are so scared of each other also. But rightfully so, right? You gotta keep our distance. But like we're all in this together. We're all vulnerable, right? Yeah. That's actually funny. I actually I went to the supermarket and I got into an argument. I posted it on our teams. Like I said, I'm just gonna <laughs> fight at the supermarket. But this guy, like, just made me so mad. And I had my headphones on. I was just going to ignore it. And he was just like, huh, they want us to, like, blah, blah, blah about this. Like, more people die from the flu. And I was like, "Ah, just let it be, Dan. And he kept talking, talking. He's like, government trying to control us, keep our, make our money invaluable. And I was like, I'm like, yo, you think this is real? Like, you don't think this is real? Nope. He's like, more people die from the flu. I was like, my girl works in the hospital. I'm telling you, this is real. And he's like, no, it's not government. I was like, I was like, yo, you got money in your pocket? He's like, yeah. I was like, so you're saying it's not valuable. Is that, but you're going to go pay? Like, and I was just in my head, I was like, what am I doing? But it was just like a moment of like, <laughs> seeing all the news in the States and the Trumpisms and all this, like, you guys, like, I can't do it anymore. And I, after I was like, oh, man, I should have lost my school like that. Oh, but, man. It's tough, right? And, it, and it's tough it when you see, like, misinformation. <laughs> oh my god well I like like so I used to live in another province and uh yeah some of like very conservative and so some of the posts that I seen coming out of there like trying to tie COVID to Epstein to 9-11 to you know like everything just trying to connect all these dots that just like don't exist you know like like those, those connections are just like and it, it doesn't even make sense, you know, mm-hmm. and, and I just like, it's so, I find it so, so incredibly frustrating, the misinformation that's out there right now. Like, yeah. um, I don't know, like I, I don't use it too often, but my background is in health. Like I, that's what I studied um, when I was in school the first time. And so I just find it so frustrating to just see all these conspiracy theories. So yeah, there is like a little bit of catharsis in like telling people that they're so wrong and like misinformed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But like grand scheme of things, nothing you say is really going to change their minds anyways, right? So yeah. And I really think that that's a symptom of fear and and like really distrust mm-hmm. of others, you know. Yeah. So it's I mean, I like I've seen so many stories coming out both sides like people that are very, very fearful. And so, you know, that's, that's where you get those hoarders, you know, like it's, that's where you get people that are very angry. I think it really all stems from fear. And then, you know, you see all sorts of stories of like, I don't know, people going grocery shopping for that grandma that lives on their street, you know, not their grandma, Mm -hmm. but somebody's grandma, you know, and, and people just kind of helping each other out, like, just try to focus on that a little bit more. hundred percent. Um, How's your uh, how's your TP supply? You good? <laughs> yes, it is good. Yeah, you know, like I actually was hearing something. I was listening to podcasts last night. They're talking about it. They're like saying like, oh, like uh, some you know, uh, I don't know, 
some professor or whatever, some researcher talking about like, oh, this is all part of like pandemic fears and you know that's that's just a offset reaction is the toilet paper. And then someone else says like, actually no, it's not. Like it is, but it isn't either. Like you actually think about it. If you're at home, you are gonna use more toilet paper because you don't go to the walk you're not you're not at work using their toilet paper. You're not at uh uh a restaurant using their toilet paper or someone else's house like it's like you are actually using more toilet paper being at home you but, are uh, yeah. yeah just like, not... you don't need to go crazy over no. it you know like it's yeah no but it's, i guess yeah, hey, if, that's your ration, if that rationalizes you makes you feel better i guess by all means go ahead so. <laughs> just let it be like one like you know 10 percent of the population so there's enough for all of us right yeah, like be reasonable. Think of other yeah, people yeah. when you're doing that stuff, right? Yeah. Yeah, my uh, my in-laws have a Costco membership. So the other day, um, Brennan's mom, Sherry, was over at Costco and texted us to see what we wanted. And yeah. and surprise, she also got us toilet paper. So Nice. I did <laughs> a Costco awesome. run. I did a Costco run yesterday, actually. Yeah. Um, it was, How uh, was it? I, so this is my second Costco run. So I did one two weeks ago. Uh, and this is the second one. And the first time I went, I went with my mom because she needed to get out. This was her first time was out. And she wanted to go in. And after I was just really upset. I said, Mom, like, I don't, I don't, I'm not happy that you want to come here. And I didn't like how, I didn't like how it was structured inside. Like, it was too many people, uh, people like just not realize it's like, yo, like personal space, people like just wait, like, there's you can look at the meat after we're done looking at the meat you know you were if we're done in this yeah. you know like don't not everyone go in the same aisle so i was really unhappy and like I, and I, yeah maybe i kind of was a little bit too hard on her um but it was out of fear like i just was really yeah. i had a lot of fear in that moment like i just remember my anxiety was at an all-time high while i was in there and because i was just worried for her right um and uh you know i said i'm sorry mom like you know like sorry i got upset at you like it wasn't because i'm mad at you it was upset because just uh, I was upset at everyone, right? I just, I, yeah. I just, I want you to be okay. I didn't like that. So yesterday we went and she came with me, but she was like, I'm just going to sit in the car. She I just needs a car ride. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then we got there and it was, it was lined up all the way. So if you know the one on Wellington, and it was lined up all across to the entrance to the end of the store and then down like the backside. Oh my god. And gosh. I was like, oh my god, but we need to go there. Like we needed like meats and we needed all those kind of stuff. And I was like, I, this is my bratty self. I said, Well, I'll see you in three hours. <laughs> <laughs> um, but actually it was a lot better. Like um they there even though it looks visibly like a long line, it actually moves pretty quickly. Okay. And they do it so much better, like they're only allowing so many people into the store at once. They hit nice. that number, they all go out, then they'll let more in. And so I was in line probably about, you know, it was like probably at the end of the line at the back of the store mm-hmm. on the backside. Probably in line for like a half hour to get in. Well, that's not bad. Um, but it was nice to be outside and like, you know, it was really sunny yesterday. So I was out in the sun, you know. Oh, uh, I, was on the, I was on the phone <laughs> with Melissa. Um, and then, you know, went inside, got what I needed. And, um, you know we're bougie here so we we don't like using kirkland brand toilet paper so um they had charmin in and i was like yes charmin <laughs> sherry brought me the other day i'm pretty much living the dream right now <laughs> yeah uh, and then i was gonna get melissa one and then and her mom and it just said one per customer i was like ah, shit, mm. i gotta come back right but uh 
yeah, like it, it was, it was, I was a lot happier without it. Is it perfect? No, but it's, it's good as enough. And, you know, I just, I wearing bandanas and stuff and, um, Liz actually is making me a mask. I got to go pick up later today. Um, just so, you know, Hey, like, is it ideal? Is it, you know, I think this is just something we're going to have to get norm normalized to as well as like the idea of wearing masks. Like there's, there's places all over the world that have been doing it for years. Right. Totally. Totally. And you actually look at the numbers, the ones that have been very, you know, stuck to their guns about it. They're the ones that are like not having crazy outbreaks, you know? Yeah. When I think like the important thing is, is that if you're going to wear a fabric mask is like, you put it on when you leave the house, you keep it on the whole time. Don't be like, you know, scratching your face under the mask or nothing like that. Yeah. And then when you come home, you throw it right in the wash. That's the yep. big thing. Like don't yeah, be crumpling 100%. it up and putting it in your pocket or put it in yeah. your purse. Like don't yeah. do stuff like that. Cause then it doesn't mean anything. Yeah. yeah. Contaminating yeah, all sorts exactly. of stuff. And then, um, too, when I'm, when I'm going out, I, uh, when I get home, I change also like out of the clothes mm. I was in, you know, yeah. just to be safe. So. That I live in an apartment building, right? So like, mm-hmm. you know, when yeah. I, go out into the hallway to put my garbage down the chute you know i've touched like three door handles right to do yeah. that so but then that's part of the washing your hands right you just gotta that's why we gotta yeah. do it right yeah i come in i you know shut the door with my hip and i'm walking through the house like yeah. this till i get exactly. to wash my hands right yeah well just and one of those it's, things it's just all those doing those things to be you know precaution uh precautionary about things right mm-hmm. yeah it's a little bit it's a little bit of a inconvenience but you know it's this is a uh, you know and for younger folks right this is you know they've talked about oh it doesn't affect you but they're you're starting to hear about younger folks that are it's affected badly right so it's just like yeah it's got to be smart about it um all right i think that's a let's uh there's a couple more a few more minutes and uh um what are some things you miss i guess what are some big things that you miss that you can't wait to start to do when this is kind of goes back to normal routines of life um <laughs> so i i'm not a big fan of the winter like i'm just cold constantly um so i love just sitting in the sun yep. just like that that's my thing i just love it um and my balcony i only get morning sun just because mm-hmm. of the direction that i'm facing so yeah. i just cannot wait to like sit in the grass and like sit in the sun and just like not not worry about how close somebody else is or like you know anything like that that's like one big big thing and another thing is uh so like me and brennan have been pretty good about not ordering food at all yeah and then last night we broke yeah (laughs) yeah like i i have always felt like um like I'm, I'm pretty in control of like what I eat. That's not like a, a thing that I've struggled with too, too much. But like the last few days I've been like, like a little bit out of control ragey when I think about food. Cause like, I just want something like greasy so badly, like mm-hmm. so badly that yeah. it like, it hurts. I get disappointed every time I open my fridge. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. So like, I can't wait to just like go out and get like a burger. You know, you ordered it last night. Oh, you're gonna be so disappointed in me. (laughs) 
If I you know say you a Harvey's, I'm going to be. <laughs> it was, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Oh, God. Why did you just, just Uber Eats five guys? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, it was late. Really wanted Fair a enough. milkshake. Yeah. See, Brandon like really a, wanted a milkshake, and I yeah. wanted some fries. They got good milkshakes there. They do. They're pretty thick. I'll give them that. Yeah, that was the main thing. There's like a there's like a sidebar uh, previous conversation about this to everyone listening. Like we're talking about food, and then everyone's like, "Oh, I love like Harvey's hamburgers and all this." And I was like, "I don't even know if I want to consider you guys friends if you're saying <laughs> Harvey's hamburgers are good." But shout out to Harvey's hamburgers if you want to hook us up with some coupons. Like we're down. We definitely. Well, I'll eat hey. your I'll eat your uh, filler burger any day if it's free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I don't know. I like me some Harvey's. Except the Harvey's hamburgers on campus at Fanshawe is the greatest Harvey's to ever exist. I just gotta throw that out there, <laughs> just so like, you know, the college doesn't reprimand me for <laughs> saying Harvey's is trash. <laughs> oh man, just just a little bit yeah. of job stability there. <laughs> so how how was it then? What did you order? Well, tell me what your order was then last night. Okay, so got an original with cheese, which is just one patty. Yeah, yeah. And then uh, lettuce, tomato, and then I like chipotle on it, like a little yeah, yeah. bit of spice. Mm-hmm. And then a big fry, I think it's like a large fry, and then a strawberry yeah. shake. Nice. What did yeah. Brandon get? He got a uh, Angus burger. Oh, nice. Yeah. So oh, he's... man, I am I am food deprived. Even this crappy <laughs> Harvey's has sounded so, my stomach is rumbling right now. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> Yeah, so he got an Angus burger with, I think, pickles and. Yeah, their their pickles else. actually are legit. They're pickles good. and tomatoes, I think, and mayo. That's what he got. Yeah. No cheese, and then he got onion rings and a strawberry shake. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. You know what? I do like their poutine's pretty legit. They have really solid poutine. I almost got yeah. it last night, but <laughs> we'd already had dinner. So it was really oh, just yeah? like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I I I haven't ate out yet. I well, I'm in small oh, wow. nothing to really eat out. Good for you. Like, um, I actually, I, my clothes are getting looser on me, so that's another big thing I'm wearing. It's oh, like wow. eating out is terrible. Um, yeah. saving me money. Um, yes. I'm I'm losing like inches and stuff, but like I'm getting out of shape though. Like I, mm. I like I'm. I think I'm getting smaller, but I'm also not in shape. Like I walk up the stairs, I'm like, <gasps> I was like, I'm like, what is going on? Like I'm out of shape. And so that's another thing too, is like, I want to probably start implementing my routine as like a workout something, right? Uh, mm-hmm. I've got a buddy who's a, uh, you know, he's master in kinesiology. And so he's like kind of like my personal trainer and stuff. He has, he always cuts me a deal and stuff. And so he's, he sent me over like home workouts and stuff and I haven't done them yet just because it's it's so hard to kind of get into yeah. the routine of it. Uh, but that's another thing I want to start when it starts warm up is going for walks, jogging and just kind of somewhat of a mm-hmm. at home workout routine. Yeah, that gym's, one. My gym's closed too, right? So. Yeah, I think they all are. I mean, like I so I had a membership at the Fanshawe gym. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, that's closed, obviously. Yeah. But um so I ordered a yoga mat nice. and I just like push my coffee table out the way and stand in yeah. front of my TV and uh, 
just, yeah. I don't know if you're, if you're a beginner at yoga, um, yeah. there's like a really good YouTube channel called yoga with Adrienne. Nice. And, uh, I don't know. She's good. I can, I can follow it, but, uh, yeah, yeah I was just finding, especially just like sitting around in my tiny mm-hmm. little apartment, sitting on the couch, sitting down to do work, mm-hmm. like, man, it was messing up my back. So this is yeah. how I'm staving that off too. Nice. Yeah. Not um, every day, although I should, but yeah. And then what are, what are some other things that you're missing? Just like seeing people, you know, like I, I don't know, like I miss seeing my nephews and I miss, um, you know, seeing my in-laws and I miss like, yeah, just, just like the normal see of like going to a friend's house on a weekend and like having a couple drinks and, you know, playing a game or throwing darts or whatever, you know? Yeah. No, I I, miss that. that. I uh I had uh on Friday I had Skype Skype beers um nice. <laughs> <laughs> uh, with my my brother out west right and it's just to kind of create you know something you know just talk and stuff and um mm-hmm. that's what I've been doing too is just connecting to different people and uh, my buddy Corey from the college too uh, we talk every every couple of days on Zoom and stuff like that it just nice. yeah like we need it we need to really support each other during this time um. So yeah, so I want to get kind of a routine going in terms of workout, you know, get a little bit more in shape, keep up the thing. And I really see like, you know, I think another thing too, it's like when I go back to work, it's like, oh, maybe I can just make lunch because it's way easier. It's not as hard <laughs> as I think, right? Like, yeah. It's like, yeah, oh, I'll have an egg salad sandwich today. And like, it's all right. that I don't need to have something so, you know, hearty at lunch all the time, you know? Totally. Less deep fried stuff, honestly. Yeah, like I think we are going... Uh, yeah, I've been snacking on chips and stuff. Like, I will say that. But, like, hey, I need some kind of comfort food in all this madness. So it's well, really yeah, and that's the thing, too. <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, but, man, like, when this is all done, and, like, this is another thing. Even when we are probably done in Canada, like, I still can't fully go into my routine. Because part of my routine is always going to Michigan. Like, that's, like, something yeah. we've done my entire life. And so. It seems like they're going to have it longer than us. So. Oh, I know. And uh, I ordered, uh, so another thing, so I miss was eating, and I'll, after, I'll go through my list, and I'll explain my big plan after this is all done, what I want. <laughs> okay, um, I'm excited. Eat, going out and eating, I miss that. Um, going out to the movies, um, if there's good movies playing. Um, mm-hmm. Seeing, uh, you know what, like, actually, this is not much different from, I am actually kind of a homebody. I don't go mm-hmm. out much. Uh, like, I'll talk to people, like, you know, most of my socializing is at work and stuff. When I go home, I'm just cool with not like I'm just cool chilling with my girl and her family or my family, and that's that's so that's kind of like I guess that's one part that's missing is just having Melissa and her family interact with mine. Um, yeah. And uh, what's another one? Yeah, going to the states is like a big one. Um, shopping, I know it go contradict exactly like that, <laughs> the value of money and not, but like I I miss just going to the mall and like people watch like that's what I like to do. Like yeah. I'm like a weirdo that people watches and in public <laughs> settings, but I miss it because I don't get it now. And uh, um, yeah, yeah, I did. Bu- I did order some stuff, but I ordered them in the states, so I have an American credit card. But I can't get them until this is all done. Like I actually didn't get them shipped to the mm-hmm. PO box in 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 the Michigan. I got them shipped to my boy's house, and so like I gotta w- wait. Till this is all over to get it or figure out some way to like maybe him send it to Canada. Yeah. 
Yeah, get him to mail it, right? Yeah. Or like, so as soon as they lift it, uh, if they lift up the ban, like I'm going over, I'm going straight to his house, picking it up, and just going straight home and not stopping at all. Like it should be like, at least like you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's some dope hoodies I got. Like I miss them. <laughs> like I need them. Uh, oh, man. <laughs> but like food wise, oh my god! Like I'm. So Tell me your plan. I know okay. you have a big plan for this. So, like, when this is all said and done, I'm probably going to book a room in, like, just Michigan. Like, you know, not even, like, Auburn Hills. Like, there's a spot I always, uh, me and my family, we always go to just kind of overnight trips and stuff. We'll go there. Um, but I'm going to book there for a few days, just do all my uh, my eating spots. So, like, the big one is, like, I need a Jets pizza. Uh, Jets pizza is, like, a Michigan, uh, eh, there's, it's all kind of over Midwest and stuff. But they have, like, this Detroit-style deep dish. It's a square pan. Um, but their bacon chicken ranch is like unreal pizza. It's like the, <laughs> their ranch is like the best. Like if you like ranch and you get it from like Kraft or like any of that, like that's yeah. trash. Like it's complete <laughs> trash. Like this, this ranch is just like, oh my God. Like I would drink it if I could. <laughs> like it is so <laughs> good. Like, yeah, I know. I like with a little bit of bread or something, but it is the oh, best okay. ranch. But I want a Jets pizza, chicken bacon ranch. Um, and then uh, burger-wise, like, I'm feeling on burgers. Like, I need, like, um, we cook burgers here, but not, like, you know, like a burger burger at a burger spot, you know? So there's this place yeah. called Bud Ruckers. Oh, and, yeah. like, oh, like, every, it is literally the best burger. I, I'll put my life on the line to say it's the best burger I've ever tasted. And you want to know how I know it's the best burger? Anytime I eat another burger... I say, like, yeah, it's good, but it's no Fuddruckers. Like, that's mm, what we say in our house. <laughs> so they got that, and they have this, like, you like you order your burger, you get fries, and you, you add your toppings. They have this topping bar and stuff. And then there's, like, uh, this is, like, a dope thing, and it's probably terrible for you, but they do cheese sauce, like, and it's, like, unlimited. So you just Ooh. get, like, those little kind of, you know, those, like, ketchup pack. It's a little bit bigger. And you yeah. just put a bunch of, you just do, like, eight or, like, 80 of them. Just, like, just, you know, and then you dip your fries on your burger that's one of them i'm so hungry right now man i'm gonna die just thinking about this okay and then all right uh, uh, i'm out like i feel like i'm losing control right now i'm just like so excited thinking about all this food um and then another one is uh oh like all right so there's twofold so it's mexican village i need to go downtown Mm -hmm. detroit for mexican village um but there's another spot called evie's where they have like the best tamales i've ever had um, mm. And their menudo, their menudo is unreal. And I even, I, I was craving it before all this uh, coronavirus stuff. So like, I'm really craving it now. Um, and like, Evie's is like a dope spot. Yo, shout out to Evie's. Like, hook me up when I go there. They always <laughs> do hook me up. Me and my boy, we actually used to travel when I was in like <clears throat> university. And I worked in the at uh, Champs in the States. We would like just travel all around Michigan to the different shoe spots. So they all, they all thought we were actually like legit brothers even though he's like light skin and I'm native and I'm six foot five and he's like five foot eight. Like, I don't know why they thought we were brothers, like legit, like blood brothers, but they did. Um, That's nice. Maybe just cause we were so brotherly. Like they just got the vibe. Right. Mm-hmm. But they, first of all, he's light skin. I'm native. They didn't think he was black or I was native. They thought we were Puerto Rican. So uh-huh. at Evie's at particularly, they're always thought like they started calling us the Puerto Rican brothers that love our food. And oh, so yeah. one time Clay was like, 
he went there without me and i was so hurt by that but uh <laughs> they literally asked him like where's your brother at and he's like huh you know you and your brother always used to come here he's like oh damn he's like yeah she's like he's like we always remember you guys walked in like oh there's those puerto rican brothers man they must really like our food or whatever and so that's <laughs> the spot i want to go to evie's um i think that's kind of it like evie Oh, and I got to go get a Coney dog in the States, too. Like, Coney's, mm. Michigan Coney's, or what's up? The Chili, Lafayette particular. That's, like, that's like the dope spot. Um, I have to keep that in mind. I'm always looking out for a good Chili dog. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, like, you ever have a D- D- Detroit Coney before? No, I haven't. Oh, man, you're missing out. You Apparently. are missing out. Yeah. <laughs> when this is all done, maybe I'll bring, maybe I'll bring the, 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 the department over. We'll just go have Coney dogs. And then, Why not, um, you know? <laughs> uh, there's one more, one more, one more. What am I thinking about? What's your rib place? Yes, thank you. Boneyard. That's it. I was That's waiting a, for that yeah. one. That was Boneyard the one I was waiting is for. The <laughs> best Boneyard is the best ribs I've ever had. And, like, you know why I know, like, Boneyard's the best? Because all the brothers go there. And if all the brothers go there, you know you got a good rib place. And it's owned by these, uh, I think they're Albanian or, like, Eastern Bloc people or whatever but like uh yo they like they're, they're like family to us now like they so they used to have their spots in dearborn heights um telegraph telegraph and i, I kind of forget but you know it's over there it, it's you got to go deep too if we're going over like when we go there it takes about like an hour 20 to get there um, hey, that's a commitment yeah it's worth it though <laughs> like it's the best i would travel i would travel 12 hours for these ribs if i had to um but it's so good um I do that, and uh, uh, yeah, but so they used to have this spot closer in Utica, and they opened a Boneyard, one uh, another restaurant there, and then they, they, they didn't close, they closed up the business, but they still leased it out to other places, but like the one brother noticed that we always went there, but we went to the original spot first, and then we, after they closed, went back there, and he's like, hey, like, you guys, I, you guys used to go to their one in Utica, like, yeah, like, we had it here first, and he's like, yeah, I remember, he's like, oh, you guys are following us, even, you guys are willing to drive out here, or like, yeah, so they Every time we go in there, they're always just like, yo, these are like our, one of our favorite customers. And they know we're from Canada too. So that's like another yeah. level of it. But yeah, but I'm always Shows like. was a real commitment. Yeah, yeah. He, uh, the two brothers, like I'm always telling him like, yo, if you ever want to franchise us out to Canada, I'm telling you, man, we will make a killing. Like these like <laughs> salt and pepper, like uh, Canadians won't know what hit them with this. Like they'll just, they'll think this is crack. Like it's so good. They're like, Oh my God. Like, cause the ribs in Canada are trash. Like, Oh, <laughs> they really are. Oh man. <laughs> so that will complete my big Michigan trip of food. Yeah. But a That's, spot. You're going to need a weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I guess I mean, I'm going, I'm taking like a, I'm probably going to do a four day vacation just to go eat. <laughs> Um, but locally in London, like I miss TNTs, like the, the Vietnamese and Thai food place, um, mm. TKs. I, I miss TKs, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, shawarma boys over on, uh, just right by the college on Dundas there. Like it is like, yeah. oh, I have, I, I'm craving shawarma so bad. So those are like kind of like the three big spots that I want to go to. Paramount is my shawarma place in the city. And it's yeah, like, yeah. oh yeah, they like. They like know me and Brennan there. Yeah. They, like bring you all sorts of people there. Guy sometimes, like I, I, you'll <laughs> like it. It's good. Like the mixed shawarma, and they like, like at Paramount. What kind of pita do they use? Is it like kind of like the store bought pita, 
or no they make their own on a stone okay and, uh, like i i've never had better pita than at paramount like it all comes right. out they bring it out in a basket and it's all puffed up like a balloon and then you have to pop it and all the steam comes out like it's okay incredible <laughs> all right i'll have to try it sometime i'll try i'll try that you gotta try shawarma guys because they make okay. theirs homemade too okay yeah, and they're like they're like they're like massive. They're like this big the pitas. Like they're so big. <laughs> it's good. Yeah. But uh yeah, I uh no, I think that's it. I think that was pretty good. Thanks. Uh is there anything yeah. more else you want to share or anything? No, just thanks for having me. It was fun. Oh no, thanks for coming on. And it was yeah, it was good to catch up with you. And uh, mm-hmm. yeah, and everyone out there, just uh, you know, be safe, be smart, hashtag wash your hands. Um <laughs> all that stuff and uh if you ever need any help if you know whether um uh, academic or even mental well-being or anything like that you can always reach me chris or anyone at the center and we're we're here and waiting to help you guys yeah for sure all right awesome all right nikki why everyone take care <laughs> yeah